This is an RNZ podcast. They say it takes a village to raise a child. I'm Lynn Freeman, and here we draw on my conversations with experts on Nine to Noon to help you navigate family life. School's back from summer next week, and for some children it'll be for the first time ever. Our guest is Hannah Davison, co-founder and author of the My Big Moment series of personalised books for young children. One of their series, Ready for School, is a picture book for children which doubles as a guide for parents to help pre- uh, prepare children for what to expect and to settle in whether they are starting school or changing schools. Hannah is with us from Colverton in Canterbury where I bet it's been stonkingly hot lately. Hannah, hi. Hi Catherine, how are you? I'm good, has it cooled off a bit today? Oh, just a tiny bit, but it's still it's still pretty warm. Tell me about the personalised books. Just explain what they are. So um, we make uh, personalised books. We've actually worked with a lot of child development experts to produce these, and we've put um, we've made it available so that you can put your child in the book, and they are working through a challenging event with another character, um, and then that the way they get to approach these different scenarios and be part of it. And at the same time, they're learning uh, coping strategies and tools and activities that they can use in their own real life situations. So did you very kindly do a Catherine just for me? I did. Please. (laughs) I wanted wanted you to see how the dynamic worked between the main character and the personalised character. Because the main character is actually the one front and centre going through the situation. uh, And then the personalised character is supporting that character and showing them activities and delivering them some vocabulary they can use and helping them through it. So actually, the, the, the personalised character, who would be the child starting school, uh, is that the intention? Um, yeah, both characters in that situation are starting yeah. school at the same time, so they're friends going through it together. But if you were buying the book for your child, um, they are the character who is helping the other character out, is that right? Yeah, it's and and that book in particular, they're they're really going through the the situation together. It would be as if they had been at preschool together, and then they're getting prepared together for school Wonderful. and going through that whole preparation process. I guess what I'm saying is, it's showing a a, um, a, a degree of competency or a, a, a degree of um, coping, as well as having things like the, to- the, the the tummy wobbles. It's not just a case of it um, all being intimidating. You're giving them a, a degree of agency. Yeah, they certainly do have a degree of agency. And while they've got, in the the book, it shows that they have already um, adopted the coping strategies and the vocabulary they need to use. And so they're feeling confident when they go into it. And uh, so as they they pick up those skills, um, they can use them and they can understand what that feeling is going to be like. It's like a rehearsal, isn't it? It's exactly like a rehearsal. I mean, the big thing for kids is creating a sense of predictability. That um, helps them feel safe and secure um, as they go through changes. And then, you know, if they have that sense of predictability, they have that sense of safety and security, they're not going to be having as great a stress response as a child who hasn't experienced that preparation process. So when they get to school, they're going to be in a position where they can actually take in new information and adapt to the changes that are happening for them. Uh, I've heard others say, I think the likes of Sam Johal, our um, uh, parenting commentator and psychologist, that, you know, having that, giving children a guide and a plan, you know, tomorrow we're going to get up at this time, we're going to do this, we're going to put your shoes on, we're going to go here, and we're going that is very important for those, you know, new challenges, those transition moments. It, they are, they might forget stuff, right? But they are very mm. welcoming and it's very empowering to have at their level a plan. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's easy for us to forget when we compare our sort of adult logic to child logic. As adults, we have a context for all of these things, for school and, and changes and what's going to happen the next day because we're organising it. But a lot of children, especially if they're an eldest child, um, school is going to be a completely new concept to them and it might be completely foreign. The word itself might not even mean anything to them. And then also, as they're going through this change, they're not really in control of that change. They live in a world where you know, adults know what, what's happening. They've already got that sense of predictability because they've organised everything. And for children, a lot of the information is new all the time. So giving them that, that preparation, giving them the information ahead of time is really reassuring for them. And it gives them a sense of control in a world where they actually have very little. And it's really important for us that we remember that children are living in a world where things, often they feel they're happening to them. And um, often they're not engaged in the process. So the purpose of this book is to really engage them in that process of preparation and getting familiar and creating predictability so they feel more empowered and more in control of the situation. I know that both you and your co-founder and designer uh, have young children yourselves not long through this. In fact, I think um, Flicker Williams' daughter's starting school tomorrow, is she in Sydney? She is. She's right (laughs) up to date. Um, She really is. But you've talked also to other um, experts. Who did you talk to to help get the, um, you know, to help get the narrative just right? Yeah, we work a lot with Nathan Wallace. Um, He's been, he's been fantastic for us um, because he really tests our theories as well you know sometimes we can come into a concept and think that we've um, think that we've got it just right and he goes oh, have you thought of this and have you thought of this uh, so we work with Nathan a lot we also work with um, Abby Lynn who's a registered play therapist um, and she's she's based up in Auckland and she's really brilliant as the stories come together she's also a mum of three so like us you know she uses her children as guinea pigs and um, anyway between the lot of us we seem to actually bring it together and cover all our bases so let's um, just... I've talked a lot to... sorry yes no, no no I was just going to say um, let, let's just go through some of what's in the book because it's really practical yeah. stuff and you know part of it is going to the physical space before anyone's there and having a look around just talk through some of the practical things that you can do whether a child is starting for the first time at school or or starting at a new school how can you literally walk them through some of what's going to happen yeah I mean so part of creating that familiarity and predictability is actually seeing where they're going and what it's going to look like if a child is maybe the eldest child and they don't know what school is, um, taking them to the school and showing them around and especially things like showing them where the toilets are so that if they're in that pinch at school, they know where to go. Um, Because that's you've got to think about what's going to be a real concern for that child. And one of those things is where is the toilet going to be? Or where am I going to eat lunch? Where am I going to get dropped off and picked up? Who's going to do that? How's it going to happen? They're very concerned about the practicalities of their Um, day-to-day and where their support person is going to be or who that support person is going to be. So one of the things we suggest is going and visiting the school, if that's possible. It's not always possible for some schools. Um, And particularly, we have to be aware that with COVID floating around, things might change. Um, And as we have children starting school all through the year here, that could change where orientation can't be done in the same way. So in that situation, we would suggest get on the website and even look at the school and the buildings and where their classroom might be, um, who their teacher might be. If it's possible to visit and meet them, that's obviously an ideal scenario, but it might not always be the case. 
there's things like getting lunch boxes and school bags and things that uh, that, that, that are fun, um, but they're also a reminder to the nervous system that something big's happening. Um, but but going through that process and explaining what's happening as well, and then you do actually draw up a plan on one of the pages here, just a, a simple picture plan on a, on a you know on a bit of paper or on a whiteboard. Again, the, you know, from waking up to what's going to happen this first day. Yeah, and all that stuff's really important. And even, you know, the fun stuff, like choosing a lunchbox or your backpack, um, getting fitter for your uniform, all those new things. It's not just fun, it's also engaging that child in that preparation so that they feel a sense of energy, uh, agency and they feel a sense of ownership over the change that's coming. But also these things and, you know, setting the morning routine so you're not rushing out of the house um feeling chaotic, feeling stressed out, but having a nice smooth start to the morning, gives them that predictability. But also it's helping them to foster that self-management and self-sufficiency. Because the big change that's happening for these kids is that if you go from a preschool where your teacher sometimes takes on more of a parental role to a school that demands greater independence from a child, that is going to be a real step change for them. So if there's something that you can do in terms of, okay, this is our morning routine, we're going to start our routine a couple of weeks before we get to school, or, you know, now we're down to a week before we get to school, so they can start doing those things, you know, finding their shoes, putting on their sunscreen, packing their bags, um, then they're going to be better equipped for when they get there. It also tells them that a change is coming. The, you know, they, they need to know that emotionally, yeah. I want to talk about the emotions. My, tommy, my yeah. tummy feels all full of wobbles, says Perry. They're going to have big feelings on that first day and days, and how do you, through the storybook, how do you help parents talk through what it's going to feel like, and particularly what it's going to feel like when mum or dad or, or nan or caregiver uh, has got to say bye? Yeah, and it's really important to prepare them for that because that, that is going to happen. And I think, you know, separation anxiety is, is something that goes both ways for parents and children. Um, and so talking about it beforehand and having coping strategies in place is going to be really important. And in the book, we suggest something physical like making a little smile stone where you both, and I did this with um, with my daughter when she started last year, we both got a stone and we decorated it and we had one each. And so if that person felt that they needed to feel that love and support from home, you know, she had that in her pocket, she could give it a little squeeze. Um, and also having a strategy with um, your child's teacher, having a drop-off strategy, you know your child best, so you know, you know, if they're going to be going in there and excited about making new friends and excited about the environment or if they're feeling a bit more introverted and nervous, it's really worth creating um, a predictable, consistent plan of a strategy with their teacher so that when it comes to the drop-off, you know what you're going to be doing. It becomes predictable for that child, and over time they get used to that. And your checklist, you've got a 13-point checklist at the end. This one I like. Be aware of non-verbal signals of worry, stalling tactics, or fussing over insignificant details. Explore and acknowledge your child's feelings. This is the thing. It's, it's not only mm. reassuring, but it's acknowledging how they feel. Yeah, that's so important. And a lot, a lot of times, you know, we've got to remember that children don't have the vocabulary to put around the different feelings, the complex emotions that they're having. So it's part of our job to give that to them, which is where, you know, if you're sitting reading the book together at night, that's a nice one-on-one -on -one time where they've got your full focus and attention and you're present for them. And you can say, look, how Perry's feeling? How do you think we might feel? What should we do? You know, what do those feelings feel like for you? And explore that. And if they are having those things, you know, as they're going to school or leading up to go to school, you know, it's 
it really calms the child's brainstem if you simply acknowledge the feelings. Also, I, can, I can see you're feeling a little worried, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Also, these phrases, this is a good idea, just some practical phrases for inviting someone to play or to sit with at lunchtime or just really practical um, things, again, that you can practice in advance or role play a little bit in advance. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, this is something where um, we have to consciously help the child develop those social skills and those conversational skills. So giving them something that they can say if they want to invite someone to play or sit with them at lunchtime or if they want to ask for help is really empowering for them um, because otherwise they, they might just not know what to do. And that one I think um, doing a little bit of role play is really important for them and really helpful if a child is changing school, for example, and if they're young and they're going to be you know, going into a new environment with new people and they're going to be concerned about, you know, who they're going to be with and making new friends and establishing themselves socially there. Wonderful stuff. Thanks, Hannah, and good luck to whoever it is who's off to school tomorrow in Sydney for the fest. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. We'll we'll pass it on to Gigi. (laughs) Right, thanks. Hannah Davison, who is uh, one of the creators of the Ready for School books, um, Ready for School, and you can learn more by clicking on the link on our webpage if you want to see where where you can track those down. You can get your own child's name uh, personalised in the story if you want to use it as a help for them.